so um this is my first attempt at a podcast and uh it uh, might only get released as a sort of blooper sort of thing later but uh maybe i'll get it my first go so here we go um one of the things i would like to talk about today is sort of the quantum quanta relationship that most people don't even realize exists it's they think of these sort of abstract forces uh is separate from themselves and they see the quantum is also sort of um a set of rules that exist beyond themselves and but that they can affect with their own thoughts um which is sort of correct but not really um for the most part it's inaccurate because of the quanta quantum relationship which is the basics of it is quanta is more like a universal sort of energy it's like um could be most easily described as like an emotion um the way of communicate communicating between things within one continuum within the spectrum of uh, energy in all life within that um energy matrix so um so to get further into that is um if you have a certain emotion and you go into a certain situation you will power that situation to go towards that emotion or what ever sort of crystallization of manifestation that those emotions usually bring and it's not just what you think about it um that does have an effect and that's the quantum that people are talking about and but it's dual sided it's like the positive and negative and uh you know photonic and magnetic sort of relationship um that I've described it to people a bunch of times and it keeps getting more and more clear every time I do explain it but the main the main thing is that uh light is sort of like um I want to say the glue because the mag- magnetism is sort of like the glue but it would be it would be like the glue before it hardens and where magnetism is the glue when it hardens maybe is it, i don't think that's a real good proper analogy at all so i'm going to have to retry that one but point is there's magnetism which is an invisible force which i relate closely really mostly to to sound 
because it's invisible. It's a wavelength that travels. And even gravity, I believe, is a sort of uh, sound. It's a sound that creates negative pressure that sucks things down. Um, and this sound is basically uh, the ma- a mass of all the energies sounds kind of like together in like a momentum that's how I think of gravity as and light is sort of like the electricity the photons are sort of like the electricity that that pass through this magnetic membrane and when it's in balance it's super conductive but when it's imbalanced it has this property where it's dissonant one part will be dissonant with another part and there'll be a loss of energy and there'll be an um, entropy and over time obviously from the entropy there'll be an atrophy and degradation of uh the crystallization of manifestation. So, but the point is here that uh, it's it's not quite how they say it is. They're only describing half the equation. Most people, when they're talking about the you know quantum science, they're saying, "Oh, you think about it like this, it's going to happen like that. Think about it like that, it's going to happen like this." Which is sort of true, but it's not 100% true because it doesn't matter what you think if you're feeling a different way. So, like, if you're feeling angry, but you really want to be in, like, a, you know, a happy situation and you're thinking positively with all your might, but you have this uh, energetic load of negativity, you're not going to find that positive manifestation because it's, it's not possible. The quanta... A load of energy will not match up with the quantum state that you are trying to achieve. So that is, uh, you know, a, a big problem when people are trying to use energy to manifest certain physical things. And the thing is, I've uh, sort of just, you know, over the years discovered that uh, physical matter has. It, I don't know if it's accurate to say that it's uh, obsolete or something like that, broken. But I, I would say that it it is definitely um, in disrepair, and there's been there's parts of it that that basically uh, they need to be oiled, like the the joints need to be oiled, so to speak, because we forgot how to take our take care of you know the ship that is existence we've forgotten how to you know if say you know our existence on this planet is a, it this planet is a ship or a, a car we've forgotten how to maintain that vehicle and we've somehow separated from it so we no longer have these intuitive uh, just being these draw 
being drawn intuitively to these different things that would be not only beneficial to us, but the life around us. So this, this is one of the main problems I think with the human race right now is it's just that we can't seem to figure out, um, our relationship to the world, proper balance of it. And it, it has to do with a lack of understanding of, you know, the quantum quantum relationship. You know, people try to divide their heart from their head so much that it, when they're in d disharmony, disunity, it creates this this weird dissonance to manifested reality. Even and when your mind and your heart are conflicted, you're not going to manifest something that's fully uh, aligned with itself. Uh, it just won't happen. And that's, and that's why some people think that all this energy manifestation stuff is mumbo-jumbo because it's just, they're, they're stuck fighting themselves because their heart and their, their mind, or rather, I shouldn't say that, their heart and their brain, like their physical heart with and their physical brain, but really the energy centers that those things uh, represent in a, in a manifest way. And so it's those things, they're, they're fighting with each other in distance, because I believe that the heart has a mind, the brain has a mind, you know, each part of the body, it all really has a mind. It, you know, your nervous system extends throughout your whole body for a reason. There's, it's, that's what the mind is. It's not any one place in the the mind is the energy network that's you know, you know flowing throughout your body and that that's what consciousness is it's it's just the flowing of energy it's awareness and this awareness will uh you know use certain tools that it, it has manifested around it to see things from certain perspectives and certain angles, you know, so, but, uh, how you can really take advantage of this is when you, it's really actually more important to get a hand on your, your quanta, uh, energetic emotional load more than it is about what you wish to happen uh, on a quantum level and how you wish the energetic, you know, crystalline lattice of uh, that make up, you know, physical manifestation. Before you even figure out exactly what you want, what you really have to do is you have to figure out how you want to feel not so much okay sorry not how much you what you want to feel like but more that equilibrium that frequency and that feeling of energy where you just feel like you're perfect equilibrium with yourself and the world around you that that is having a proper that that happens when you have a proper energetic load like a quantum quanta 
energetic load of emotion. And you can you and then once you achieve that, once you achieve a balanced state of that, then you can use that to um, basically charge and direct you know certain energy wavelengths within your own energetic field and how it links um, with the world around you. You can use that to do all sorts of really awesome things. And some of these things would be like healing. Like people use it for Reiki healing, um, all sorts of stuff like that. Sound healing, light healing. And all those things uh, are, yeah, really amazing. And there's also some even more rare gifts, like some people can be in the cold for a really long time or there's other people that can you know stick metal to their skin and you know there's there's tons of things that the human body can do and some people can start fires with their with their energy and uh, as well as uh, you know give shocks to people like uh, acupuncture just with their body uh, there was this guy, Dynamo Jack, who was so awesome. I, I saw it, and it just blew my mind. I, I couldn't even believe it. I couldn't believe it, but I did at the same time. Like, I could tell it was real just by looking at it, and I could feel the energy through the video even. It was absolutely mind-boggling. And, you know, I always believed in this kind of stuff, but I never really saw any, like, you know, video evidence or sort of anything conclusive on it. And so that was really cool. That was really cool when I found that. So I was like, I was like, yo, that's like something I can do. And that's when I really started getting really intense into meditation. Because I was like, okay, well, if these people can do that, like, what is my what is my special gift, because I, and then I started to realize, you know, that's what, that's what it is, that's what everyone has, everyone has, like, a special gift that's waiting to be unlocked, and, you know, it might not be, uh, you know, uh, it might not be the craziest, uh, even gift in the world, but it's something that the world needs, and it's something that's very unique, and it's something that no one could ever really take away from you, uh, you know, on a spiritual level. You know, you'll take it with you to the next life, and, you know, wherever that may be. And, because um, I believe in the afterlife, I totally do. Uh, I think that there's many different places you can go even. I don't think it's all the same for everybody. It's like, there's all different kinds of people. It's just like, certain people go to different kinds of schools. It's like, you live your life and based on the decisions that you make, you go to like, different schools. And, you know, certain schools will accept you and certain won't, depending on your grade average. <laughs> and that's how I look at it, is... And, you know, if you got super high score, you got you got your pick of the litter. You could even go, you know, to a school that, you know, that 
you're overqualified for, even if that's something where your passions really lied, or I should say passions really lay, because uh, it's something that's truthful, it's not something that's, you know, uh, false, like it kind of says, kind of sounds like when they say lies, so I try to try to stay as clear as possible when I'm communicating. That's not always the most easy thing, but, you know, I, I work at it. And, uh, so, but back to the concept of quantum and quantum relationship. So, another thing, too, is if you have, like, overflowing love for everyone and everything, uh, you will be tapped into everyone and everything on some level, on like a, on a loving sort of level, but it would, it can also leave you open as well. So that's actually not something that I suggest is loving everyone and everything. I love things that are good, things that resonate with what makes me feel at home and uh, at one with the universe and things that don't do that I appreciate them for their challenge but at the same time I do not agree I do not acquiesce to them continuing uh, to exist and create difficulty at the same time um, as appreciating them I, I also recognize the need to slowly phase these challenges out uh, of existence because there's ones that have crept into life that really shouldn't be there and this is you know a, a great problem that we have and you know it's uh it's a very trippy thing we're living in trippy days these days you know 2020 uh any day now it's gonna be uh 2021 and uh that's a that's a five year numerology for the numerology number heads numerology heads. So I uh, I've talked to a lot of people and it's actually I've broken it down. It's quite simple. You know, you have what you wish to happen, what you kind of like envision to happen. And if you have the proper energetic like load of quanta energy, you will get the proper manifestation that you're seeking. Really. And, and that's what it is. It's like you got to feel it before you see it and believe it. I don't know. Or you got to no, you got to feel it, then believe it, and then you'll see it and fall before your eyes. That's yeah, no, that's accurate. Forget the first one. You gotta feel it, and then once you feel it, it's easy to believe it. And then once you believe it, then you'll start making decisions and being open to opportunities that will uh, allow you to get there. And it's a uh, crystallization, manifestation. And that's, that's really the trick. That's like the secret as you know some people call it 
but I don't really consider it that. It's just something that's very natural. It's not like some secret formula, although people try to keep it secret. It's really not um, something that's like, you know, some supernatural force. It's sort of something that we've lost touch with over time. And So, I thought it would be really cool if I did some experiments where I basically, it's my own version of Dr. Emoto's experiments, except I'm taking it to uh, another level where, um, Instead of just getting other people's energy or other places' energy and studying that, I'm going, I'm obviously going to do that, but mainly where I want to push the envelope is basically taking that energy and refining it, altering it, getting it to mesh or separate or... Um, you know, just change in shade or flip hue or, you know, just, just really, really tinker around, but at the same time, do it in a really playful, loving way and not, not do it in a sort of obtrusive sort of, um, I'm going to figure out how to control the universe sort of way. It's more like, uh, I'm going to figure out how to use uh, this vehicle that is the universe so I don't harm it or myself. And that's that's more the sort of tone that I'm going for when it, when it comes to this. So those are the people that I, I want to be involved with when it comes to um, the projects that I'm doing. So, yeah. So if anyone wants to, you know, collaborate on those, it would be great it depends on the people though i'll only work with certain types of people and i'll be able to tell who you are i'll be able to tell your motivations if it's you know greed i'll be able to see right through it because greedy people are they usually have shallow uh values and uh you know sort of um and motivations like people who are super deep in the care they their motivations are much harder to see. So, you know, um, don't get me wrong. There are some conniving people that are, can hide their intentions very well. But at the same time, it's a different kind of hard to tell. And I'm starting to really pick up on that more and more as I'm getting older. That um, the people who care... Um, that are kind of harder to see their motivations. It's it's a different, it's a different kind. It's like it's not hard to see that they care because it's it's that's the easy part to see. But it's like why they care is a bit more complicated. And it's like the people who really care don't really even have a reason. They just 
care. It's like who they are. It's like built into them automatically. So that's why it's so hard to be like, why are they like this? It's just like, well, they're just like this. They're just like that. They're just nice people. It's wired to to want to be helpful, like every second of every day. Other than you know when they need a break and relax and time for themselves, and but everyone deserves that, you know. And yeah, I'm sort of getting off topic, but ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's what I was talking about. I was talking about my experiments. It's about quanta and quantum. And basically what I want to do is I want to get some people involved. I want to get them on live stream. I want to do this experiment. It's a light, sound, water experiment. And it's going to be super cool. And I'm hoping that we're going to see something extra special. And not just see something extra special, but experience so, like special things after the experiment even because what I'm going to do what it, what I'm what I'm attempting to do with this is to really um, to change the quanta load between all people uh, involved in the experiment and basically alter it so they all even out and they all get refined into a more aligned and higher state of frequency and I want to basically sort of chain them in a way that will actually give their energy more staying power in staying at that frequency and this will be done um, a few different ways but mainly it will be done through energetic looping and uh, as well as running this energetic loop uh, through the medium of water and having the, and basically what the idea is to get everyone to uh, view and experience the experiment and they get to see it all happen. The light, the sound, and the water all, all reacting with one another. And then at that point, um, they should feel the energy um, change around them even. Uh, if my calculations are correct, it will they will be able to feel a noticeable change. And if they can't, it will still be happening, but they, maybe their senses aren't quite calibrated, uh, you know, fine in a, you know, finely enough tuned that state to, to really pick up on it at first. But, um, after a while, I want to have like a few, a few people that will be in a, a few experiments. Like if you didn't feel anything, I might invite you to the next one and just see how many it really takes to, to to work through that energy blockage that that person has right and the thing is um all the people that it's easier to do for um 
it will uh, exponentialize the effectiveness of the person that it's difficult to do it to. And I will be shipping a sample of the water uh, that has been altered by the energy. I will be sending it to everybody who has viewed the video and they will get to inspect it themselves and you know drink it if they if so they so choose if they trust me enough <laughs> but you know they, they don't have to they could just keep it with them and then the idea is that either the person will absorb it into their body and they will be more attuned to the experiment even if i do it again um if i use a similar energy wavelength they will also feel again even if they're not viewing the experiment and i also so that's why yeah that's why i want to keep contact with uh, all these people uh who are going to view the experiment and uh but if you don't drink it and if you just want to keep it as like a keepsake uh you can do that it'll be you can just set it on the counter and it should keep its charge long enough for at least a few of the experiments to um, run through it. It may, over time, lose its uh, resonance with the original frequency um, as it gets diluted by the, the ambient energy around it. So, yeah, and, uh, and that's, that's the idea, this, this sort of to gently alter um, people's frequency um, to the point where uh, there's just like a feeling of connection and it's done on an energetic level. We don't have to even, uh, we don't have to, you know, uh, be super close and, and, and hug physically. Um, it's sort of a energy hugging sort of experiment and um it has much further reaching implications than than you might think it's not just um <laughs> it's not just a, a feel good project although the, it it is definitely um one of the baby steps in the projects that I'm I'm uh looking forward to performing cuz uh uh, there's some really cool stuff that I want to explore. And one of the things is really, really controversial in a way, but not really. It's like something that everyone wants, but like if someone actually like had, like everyone would, might try and like, you know, steal it and have it for themselves. Like, like imagine, imagine the the greatest most powerful you know gem or most expensive sorry not powerful but and then they they found out that you could use this big gem and some and some other elements and to make something that you know was extremely useful extremely useful and just totally you know made people a nation or um you know a community 
it's just just economically boom and i don't really go, want to go into it too much but it's uh it, it could even be really dangerous it's like you know just like they don't give anyone uh you know <laughs> the ability to you know make nuclear reactions or you know like mini suns or <laughs> all the crazy stuff that they've been doing lately but i mean it's sort of on that level, but I, I don't want to do any of that sort of thing yet. I want to prove to people that I'm here to uh, not not disrupt uh, things in such a way that it, it causes uh, pain and suffering, but to just that I'm here to disrupt the old and 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 worn out ways of doing things and to streamline the delivery uh, system of, you know, goods, services to the people in a way that's much more cost-effective for both the producers and the consumers, and really a more balanced relationship between the two. And really, you know, I, I feel it should be every single family should have some sort of, you know, business i think it shouldn't be these huge corporations owning everything that and these people having to uh, work under them and uh, these this one family owns it all and but i don't really think it should be like that i think i think there should maybe be some big umbrella companies that kind of just keep things in order and make things more efficient but i mean that's not to say that these companies should overreach to the point where it's disrupting people's livelihood. That's just not right. That's not, you know, something that's beneficial to any nation or, you know, the planet at large. So my idea is something that can work towards that we, and especially with these lockdowns and the coronavirus, I've I've been doing like lots of research on it, and <clears throat> I'm still not sure. Like anyone who tells me they're sure they know exactly what's going on, it's it's ridiculous. It's people try to try to you know. Uh, People try to rein in on uh, on things that even the experts don't fully know, and the experts are making mistakes, and uh, the, the organizers of the experts are making mistakes, and you know these these just regular people are like, oh, I, I know everything, I know what's up, and it's like I love regular people. In fact, I think some of the regular people are they have certain smarts and intelligence about them that. Some of these organizers and super, you know, scientifically intelligent people, like, they they just don't have, you know. And, uh, so, so I'm not bashing, I'm not bashing regular people. Regular people are awesome. In fact, uh, that's who I fight for the most is because regular, average day, middle class, like, what used to be the majority is no longer. The majority is poor, and 
there's a small rich and there's even smaller middle class pretty much now not quite it's not i think the middle class is still a little bigger but it's the the wealth is so disproportionate it doesn't it doesn't make any sense it really doesn't as uh something that's sustainable the wealth should definitely be be spread more because the less people that have power um, and the more concentrated that power, the more dangerous power is, period. So the more spread out it is, and we've seen this time and time again, that's why the United States is a republic, is because with the power split up between states, um, it was for a long time, it, it was held together by a federal, uh, you know, sort of a, a federal government, you know, governing hub. But at the same time, there's, they each had their own identity. They were each allowed to have certain concessions to, to be themselves and be a certain way and try to, you know, carve their own path. And that's sort of, you know, what I'm proposing, uh, a little more cohesive, though, uh, a little more like councils uh, of everyday people and less representatives of this special class that, you know, pretend to know and care about the needs of the regular everyday people, because it's, it's just not true. It's not true at all. And this is something that I just, I feel really strongly about is that regular everyday people should be in government. There shouldn't be these government people and then regular people. It should be like the people are governed by the people. There should not be this like weird caste system that governs other people in a way that is oppressive and I'm not saying it's overtly oppressive, but it is um, insidiously and innocuously oppressive, which is almost worse because it's like slowly turning up the boiling water until, uh, you know, the frog is, is cooked and it doesn't even realize it's boiling. We're the frogs. And uh, so, yeah. And so... This experiment that I'm having, that I plan to probably probably blow some minds, and hopefully it it really it really does uh, what I'm hoping it does. It's, it's sort of uh, it's sort of a way to punch through kind of like uh, and break through and collapse sort of dissonant energy fields. And hopefully this can be felt um, between people over distance. And it'll be like almost like acupuncture to, to people and uh, and the Earth's environment at the same time. And I, I'm, what I'm really looking for is actually change, changes in the weather patterns because there will be 
uh, shifts in it, if it, if my calculations are correct, and and that's something that's really exciting is that, and it's the cool thing is though it's not about controlling it, uh, the weather. It's about creating an energetic field balance of all the forces within Earth that it all just perfectly takes care of itself and it doesn't it's like calibrating it imagine a machine that runs automatically by itself but you've been messing with it and tinkering it so much um or even just wear and tear over time that you just don't it just doesn't work quite proper anymore like it's a little loose here and there and and, uh you know just starting to get uh worn out and glitch out and do do odd things and that that's sort of what i think our environment on earth is is doing it's it's when these disasters happen it's quite literally like an imbalance of energy that's you know creating a, a maelstrom of sort of chaos because it, it needs to find a path of of expression and this is the quanta energy again manifesting into so people are angry 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 and then they don't really realize that not only are they charging their body up with anger but the there's going by my theory really uh with this so try to follow along um, it also quant it charges on a quanta level the the light particles that are bound to your physical particles. Um, and what I mean by that is, I believe that every single manifested particle on Earth has a counterpart, like a, a pair, sort of deal. Um, it's not quite like an opposite, but it is a pairing. And this pairing uh, happens between these uh, energy, like these light energy particles, magnetic light, or living light, as a, I like to call it, because it really moves, like, it really does move like it's alive. And the more and more you study, the more you start to realize that you know, energy is alive, that it's not just this physical, biologic life, it's literally, like, all energy is is alive, and, you know, there's, there's realms of energy that, that came before this physical kind of state of reality that we experience. So, by you know, sending out these angry energies, it it charges these uh, quanta particles, these quanta slash quantum particles, pairings uh, of you, yourself, your physical particles, and these sort of prime particles. Um, you know, like... Uh, say like it would be like the seed 
would be the roots and the stem and the and the leaves and the flower and the fruit fruiting or or whatever you know depends on what sort of plant but the analogy remains the same you this uh this this particle this quantum slash quantum particle of light is like the seed it's like all potentialities um It's all possible manifestations of that one archetype sort of thing. And these, oh, pardon me, these, um, and, and this charging with like angry energy, it basically, it changes the weather. It, it makes it more stormy. It makes it, there's more earthquakes. You, like, people don't get it. If everyone is super calm, they, the seas would be calm. The wind would be calm. If everyone is calm on the earth, everything would be calm. And that's that's actually the super trippy part, is that the human mind is actually so powerful, but it's so flailing out of control right now that it doesn't, it has forgotten itself, and its emotions are going so crazy, and they're so chaotic, because nobody is on the same frequency anymore, it keeps dividing further and further and further, that it just randomly pops off, the electrical charge just, just randomly, um, kind of the dominoes fall into, into random arrangement. And, um, so, I don't know, people ask me at this point, they're like, well, how does synchronicity work? Well, it just has to do with the quanta, quantum, like, state, the quanta charge and the quantum state. If there's a quantum state that makes sense and all the variables line up for the quantum state and the quanta energy lines up within, uh, you know, a close enough margin for this manifestation to happen, that, that's exactly what will happen. So when this happens, there has to be a certain quota of sort of perceptual participation, um, an energetic you know, quanta load, and if there's enough quanta load for that quantum uh, state, it will take all of those energies, all those quanta energy node points, and they will all connect like a web, and it will create a manifestation, a crystallized manifestation in a certain way. And this, but since all those different quanta node points from all those different people had to link up, there will be synchronicities between them. And so, and that, and that explains the synchronicity within the randomization. It is, it is totally random. It is because when you have a chaotic maelstrom of variables, you can't possibly have a perfectly, um, you know, perfectly manifested and calm 
perfectly calm, collected, cool, um, and just happy sort of manifestation if, it, if everything is going every single direction. People are having, you know, all sorts of different kinds of moods. So, yeah, these are the sort of things that, that we got to think about moving forward. And uh, these are the sort of things I want to be able to prove, these theories that, that I've been having. And I've done, already done some, uh, you know, experimentation on my own. And uh, I've felt these uh, certain effects, these very, very strange effects to the energy uh, around me. Uh, not only to myself, my own energy field, uh, and it's, but the energy fields all around me after doing the experiment. And it's not, and on one hand, it's my energy change, so it, my energy is now reacting differently to everything around me, but when I do a nice and, you know, long sort of session where I try to build a decent amount of power, that's to get a nice big field. Um, these, uh, these changes extend far beyond myself. They really do. I, uh, I go, uh, I've gone after doing one of these experiments and, uh, and just walked around, walked around the area. And it almost feels like, as, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It almost feels like the ground's softer around me. Or the in the air feels like almost like a like it's more liquid, like like thicker, like but not not in a sticky way, but in almost like a buoyant way. It's like a thicker buoyant way, like like you know how or you're swimming in fresh water, just much easier to sink if you than if you're swimming in salt water. So it's 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 kind of like that. It's like you feels like you're in like fresh water, and gravity affects you a lot more. And then all of a sudden, you crank up this you know device I've created, and you know, boom, it creates this field, and you and you start to feel this change. And even when Um, even when, uh, we, uh, even when I, um, shut it off and I take a walk around the general area where I, where I did the experiment, I can definitely I definitely see change in things. It's and it's and it's very difficult to describe even the changes. Things almost seem like clearer, like brighter, almost like a like a like an energetic sort of weird like film, like like a dense sort of stagnant uh you know, magnetic field was uh you know, kinda just cleaned up and and freshened up with uh, more photon energy.
and it like mixes the pho photonic and magnetic energy in a more cohesive balance. That's what it feels like. It just feels like um, it's like when you meditate and you feel that at one feeling when you because if you really you really work at it, you can balance your your own body's energies with just literally nothing but your own you know spirit and soul and you know tapping into to higher energies but the thing is it's hard to it's hard to access those when you when you're caught in a dense the dense film you got like a dense energetic film around you and you can't you can't really sense these other energies you can't feel it uh, you're not absorbing it properly because yeah you're too dense and it, it's going around you it's literally just like like beating like like water beads off of a duck duck's back it's, it's just going around you instead of soaking in and it's good to soak soak in because this is this is like life-giving like sort of like prana like chi that, that's talked about all the time yeah and our body is is suffering because we've thrown our environment you know the, the earth is energies fields are so out of whack that the the life force energy is not it's not properly entering the atmosphere and i believe that's why the mass extensions are happening it's not really even uh, a physical thing the, the physical poisons are a thing i'm not saying um you know it's not that because it is that too but and it's you know it's it's multifaceted um but at its core if the energetic um you know life support systems of earth uh were in uh, good enough balance it would eventually clean itself and reach a stasis no matter what kind of you know physical uh, sort of chemical poisons were around it would find a way to alchemize it you know tra transform it into something useful it's just that's the way that life is it recycles itself to make itself better and that's that's something that's really cool so yeah these experiments are gonna have it's gonna start to prove hopefully um to people even if uh and maybe not the institutions yet, but I mean, I'm, if I can convince enough people, get some crowdfunding, get some equipment, then I can start really uh, getting uh, readings that are, are, are proper. And, um, but yeah, I'm running down in time here. So uh, I'm gonna wrap it up. But uh, it should it should start getting some momentum. And people, I'm sure, will be able to feel the difference after a while. And if it takes a few times, I'll, I'll do it a few times because it took a bunch of times for me to actually even start to really feel these these weird subtle energies that I, that have started to pick up on more and more as I've been doing these experiments. And it's really cool because this device, like, I could do with with this device, I could do what I could do meditating in a fraction of the time, like literally a 
fraction at a time. Like, it exponentializes it. Like, not even just a little bit. Like, and I'm not even exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. Like, one of the, like, the first prototype I made of one of these devices, I made it sort of like a healing wand type device. Uh, it wasn't, so it wasn't just like a, a vortex sort of, um, energetic pooling field creation device like, a, like I'm going to be making as well. Uh, well, that I have made, uh, as well, I mean, but I'm going to be making more prototypes of that. And then I even made a second one, I made a second one, one, and that one was even bigger and more powerful, more heavy duty. And I got high from it. Like I got high, like it was bringing in these, these etheric energies that, um, have somehow become dissonant with our planet. Like, or planet has become dissonant with them, or more like, and it just doesn't seem to permeate uh, our atmosphere in the same way and enter us. But for some reason, this technology, this device, uh, these techniques that I've, I've been developing, they really seem to punch through whatever is stopping these really healing energies from getting. Um, into us and the planet and uh and yeah I, I believe i really do believe it is it is closer to it's way more connected than people even realize like yeah the, everyone realized we're all on the same planet we're all connected physically but the energetic way that we're connected on a quanta load and a quantum state sort of uh in that sort of a way we actually literally create the reality that we see around us um, just with our emotions and how we feel about things. That, that's all that magic is, really. When, you know, you see these people, uh, you know, secrets of manifestation or these, these rituals and stuff, it's all, that's all it is. It's basically taking, uh, you know, a quantum state framework you know, archetype and trying to manifest that by getting all the prerequisite uh, quanta load of energy types to create that archetype. And then once you have that and you have the conception, uh, you just basically direct it and it happens. It unfolds right in front of your eyes and it's Something that's actually really amazing to watch. Um, it is something that is, can also be very dangerous if uh, people want to misuse it. So um, I believe that's why there's sort of secret societies and some have been keeping it locked away. I believe that some of it was good intention and some of it was not so good intention and continues on both sides, it's kind of like a secret war going on, but nobody wants to talk about it, because as soon as everyone talks about it, it's, then the cat's out of the bag, and then things really pop off, and then, yeah, it might not be so good for anybody, so it's better to slowly sort of do it, but uh, I'm at the end here, and uh, 
Hopefully you enjoy this and uh, see everybody next time. Later.